0: you are tuning into engaging walk this week we will discuss the third part of our vision series which is overcoming obstacles and staying motivated on the path to your goals if you're new to the podcast my name is drake
1: and my name is ruby we are passionate about building strong family connections
0: we've seen how impactful a simple walk together can be don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date
1: so let's keep our conversations going as we get into today's content
0: okay so this week we are doing our we did our engaging walk at the lake miramar overlook which is near miramar in california um, a little bit north of san diego proper and it was really fun engaging walk we took our dog boba and we yeah we had some fun
1: Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful lake if you haven't checked it out it's overlooked into the whole mile of walking but it's really beautiful
0: Okay, so let's get into today's content. So we're going to be talking about obstacles, overcoming them, and celebrating those successes along the way, which can go hand in hand. You know, your your path to success isn't always going to be a straight line. And in fact, there's a really nice um, illustration that shows just how impactful up, ups and downs can be, that actually with ups and downs, if you've ever seen that illustration of like a ball that gets sent down a roller coaster with ups and downs. It actually gains momentum with those ups and downs as opposed to a, a ball that's traveling down a straight uh, forty-five degree incline. So that's always something to keep in mind is obstacles, adjustments are part of the journey. And we're gonna be talking today about what that means for us, not just as individuals, but also as couples.
1: That's very, I love the illustrations that you gave it to us. Um, I usually have the pictures of the person going through uh, like a destination and then he, his his thought is just like a straight up incline, but actually it's go up and down and go through all kinds of um, you know conditions like desert, water, and then muddy area and then go into the finish line. So I love that the ball rolling and it's true is they, they get more momentum as they go through up and downs, but yeah, love that. So let me ask you questions. What sort of obstacles can get in the way of your goals?
0: Well, we, we break, we are going to be breaking them down into two different sections. We have obstacles that we create for ourselves, which is getting in our own way, which is probably actually the majority of our obstacles. It's true. <laughs> and then we also have obstacles that life throws at us. So let's first start with the obstacles that we create for ourselves. We get in our own way. And there's a lot of thought about, you know, why people do this. What sort of, you know, um, mental images and mental um, faculties that we can play to to limit ourselves and to put ourselves into a box and create almost like prisons for ourselves that we Mm -hmm. have to break out of. So... That can come in a lot of different manifestations, but we're just going to talk about three right now, which is lack of discipline, not having a plan, and not adjusting to reality. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with lack of discipline. How, how has discipline, how, my wife is very disciplined. How has... I
1: try. <laughs>
0: how has creating discipline helped you and what sorts of things have happened when you don't have discipline?
1: I think with discipline is make the plan is clear and easier. And I think um, I try when things that need to be done, especially my goal and my vision, I try not to put too much emotions on that. Because one you got emotion and you allow you to, f- I'm not saying that f- feeling emotions or, you know, be emotional is not good. But I'm trying to say that, okay, if, for example, if six o'clock you plan to go to the gym, you don't ask yourself, Ruby, how are you feeling today? Do you feel up to that? Say, no, My, my, my brain was like, okay, this is the thing that we need to do. This is the goal. And, you know, and if you listen to us for the previous two podcasts we're talking about, you know, if you are... Focus on that. You don't need a lot of motivation. And on top of that, you know, the goal to help you achieve it. So fix your mind. Uh, I will, I would say I will fix my mind on the, my goals and my vision, what I want to get out of that and get myself going instead of, you know, just lay down in the bed and think about my emotion and the weather that will discourage me to go, you know?
0: Yeah. I think. There's a lot of, uh, especially athletes talk about this a lot where they say, particularly boxers, fighters, they talk a lot about, you know, like Mike Tyson had a really great saying that I got up at five or four o'clock in the morning to go running because I hate doing it. But the fact that I'm doing it makes me feel unstoppable, makes me feel like my opponent's not doing it. And that gives me a mental edge. He's, He's very famous for talking about that. Yeah, And that discipline, that approach to your training when you're a fighter, has a lot of translation to real world applications. You know, that person that gets up early to go to the office and what was the show you were watching? Madam Secretary. (laughs) Yes. Blake shows up at his, you know, if you've ever seen the show, he wakes up super early, does his hair, makes himself look impeccable, and then he shows up to his job early, reads his emails. So by by the and goes through all of his emails so that by the time his day show the the the, everyone else is showing up
1: he's prepared he's he's ready to go he knows exactly on his schedule what time the all the appointments and he on top of the game and that's yeah
0: he's like hours and hours ahead of everybody else which is I can speak to that because like my brain does not work until noon so if I I showing up at the job at like nine o'clock I stroll in I get some coffee. You know, I need to like sit down, read my emails, you know, go about like how my plan's going to go for the day. But Blake has already done that at six o'clock in the morning. Yep. So with that level of discipline, he already is like seeing across the cliff, like that he can see things that people aren't seeing yet because like they're, they're just hours and hours behind him, which in the work day is like <laughs> quite a bit.
1: And I think it's not easy to go into that. You know, it's, it' again, it's a momentum. So don't feel dis- um, discouraged when you see when you hear people talk about that. again, it must be starting point that's somewhere in their life and they work on that and they don't stop. So, um having said that, you know, like I sometimes I fall back into my old routines and my old habits. Like I'm kind of like dwell in my feeling. and then, The moment I feel like that, I have to snap myself out of it and say, no, 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 we don't do this. We have a moment, momentum going and it's, you know, we keep going, don't stop. Even, you know, like you feel bad, but keep going to push it. Just like the mindset, if you can break, I mean, like if you can overcome who you are, your mindset, you're a champion, you're a winner, you know? Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to just like where you're at and work toward that and even give yourself grace to fall back a little bit but then don't dwell on that but continue to move forward that which that's what we we're trying to say
0: yeah it also reminds me of um conor mcgregor when he said like he lost one of his major fights because he had so much lack of discipline in his training where he was like i said no to training and i said yes to pizza or whatever it was mm-hmm. he's like and all those no's and yeses accumulated to mental weakness so that by the time the fight came, I was, I was at a significant disadvantage. He, you know, so that that took a lot of courage, I think, for him to admit his mindset was his problem. And um, so, you know, but then and then that shows that he, you know, we're getting into the second topic, which is, you know, not having a plan, and then the third, which would be not adjusting to reality. And I think, like that, his speaking to his lack of discipline also shows like he's tapped into reality that he's not like making excuses he's like hey look this is what happened Mm -hmm. i screwed it up (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was what happened it wasn't because you know i tripped on a banana peel or whatever you know yeah
1: he owned it
0: he he owned it yeah and um you know so that goes also to not having a plan so you know you can have all the discipline in the world get up early do all the things that you think that you have to do but you have to know what you want to do so mm-hmm. creating that plan, just like how Blake was like, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna, you know, from Madam Secretary in the show. If you've never seen it, he gets up. He he has a plan. Clearly, he's like, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna shower, get dressed, make sure my suit looks great, ironed. Yeah. Um, get show up to work, do my emails, make sure I have my coffee, I have my breakfast, I have my energy. That's the plan. You know, so having that plan, along with the discipline, is what you need. So.
1: Yeah, and then I, um, I mean, like he not just have his breakfast, he also bring, you know, his nice. Madam Secretary breakfast and yeah. he repair like his, her, her favorite breakfast and coffee. So he way on top of his game. But I um, also want to, like, as you share, uh, is, you know, give me a flashback with my discipline. Cause I remember there was, uh, I think two years ago or longer than that, I don't remember, but I've, I'm sure it's uh, around two years ago or three years ago. I was struggling so much with my, you know, discipline, and I said, like, hey, I really want to work on this, but I, like, I have my motivations, I have my vision board down, I have my goals, but I still falling back, where sometimes like backsliding, and um, and you, it it, 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 take me a, well, it's really about my physical challenge, so, um, because I'm not very sporty and I'm very nerdy, mm, how am I upgrowing? up, uh, growing, mm-hmm. uh, upcoming. And then, so what I realized that I like, okay, so in terms of, you know, if you look into the physical board, my physical is the, my fitness is the worst one <laughs> compared to the rest. And cause I, the other, the other, um, part of my life, I learned how to discipline myself. Like I have no problem, study straight hours or, you know, keep going with, you know, studying and men- mental discipline is I'm great, but, with in terms of physical i'm not that great i'm like, i'm, I'm going to give up really fast so that's my target at that of that year I'm like if i can break my limitations on my physic physical you know uh, endurance i can go another level into it can help me into in my mental uh, strength so that's mm-hmm. what i did i went i said like ruby i'm going to set your small goal just to go to the gym frequently two to three times a week. That's it. That's your goal. Drink water. That's it. That I don't, I don't care what you're doing, but I make sure that you go there two to three times a week. And um, so I made it as I progress and then I did it. I've done that, you know, then I add to the next goal. Like, and then I remember there was one time that, um, as a gym, I was just like, okay, I'm, 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 you know, I'm making it. I'm doing three to three, uh, two to three times a week. I'm, I'm killing it. But then I realized that my progress of my physical is not changing it much because you know why? Because I was hanging out at the gym. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, okay, listen to podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm still working out, but I'm still like looking at the podcast, taking my time. So it's like, okay, so next challenge is that. I don't have a lot of time, this is my crunch time, let's go, only 30 minutes, 45 minutes, that's it, you don't go, you don't come here for, like, hanging out, you come here to work out, so, again, I have another plan that, you know, where I need to more discipline in my, and then from that, I can tell, like, um, going to the gym is no longer two to three times, no longer a challenge. So I watch what I'm trying to say is that as you challenge yourself, and you create obstacle, um, make it more reality and practical to yourself. And you know, your weakness and just that is your point that is that is your breaking point. So just aim for it, go for it and break it and then conquer
0: it. Yeah, um, that's, that's exactly what you know, my wife was doing there is she was adjusting to reality. She's like, Hey, I'm spending this amount of time at the gym. It's, I'm not getting the results that I thought that I would get. Why am I not getting those results? Well, because my time there isn't being as effective as I thought it could be. I'm, you know, spending so much time on looking at the podcast, looking at this thing, you know, and having that honest conversation with yourself to determine you know, where you're going wrong, even though you're doing what you need to do is part of the the process. So another thing that she did that was really important, which we'll talk more about later, which is like celebrating the fact that, hey, I'm, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got out of the house. I still did it. But let's make the most of the time that I'm out out there. So all those things come into play about maintaining our focus on our goals, maintaining our You know, our groundedness in reality of like, how am I achieving my goals? What discipline do I have? Am I lacking? You know, how's my plan coming together? And then always having that rooted in what's actually happening as opposed to making, you know, excuses for ourselves. And, you know, all those sorts of things all come together to obstacles that we create for ourselves and then getting in our own way, Um, which is, you know, though all those things are very easy to do. So like we were saying, the majority of the obstacles that are happening in our lives, we're doing to ourselves, which (laughs) that's, that's what separates people who achieve it and people who, you know, I want that, but then don't, it never happens. You know, newsflash is difficult, you know, it's very difficult. So that's, but that's what we're called to do. That's what we want for ourselves. And that's how we're going to achieve it. Um, But that's not all the things that can happen to us. Life also throws obstacles at us that we have to acknowledge and work around. I mean, those can come in the different forms of like family problems. You know, let's, you know, I always feel like really, I don't know how, what's the word? Like, not sorry, but like, I can understand like people who are like, you know, Hey, my mom is sick. My dad is sick. And then they spend so much time taking care of those people in their lives mm-hmm. that like, you know they they have very little time, maybe if any, to accomplish other things that they want for themselves, yeah, so that's a you know i for people that are going through those sorts of things, you know it's i can I can understand how much of a challenge that can be
1: mm-hmm, all financial the burdens and you know or emergency that you know you can lock and throw at you or even yourself, you know, get sick in the way and, you know, you, or injure that you cannot continue with your dreams and your visions, which is understandable. But again, you know, being a powerful person, um, instead of load everything on your shoulders, you can just unload it and then wait. Because there's, um, I remember there's a crunch time for me it's just being full-time students. And I that means that I have no time, very limited time to like, work on my personal um fitness and all I can do is just walk around the block and then that's it and I have to go back to um my heavy duty student load of work so um and then I, I was stressed but then my friend said like Ruby you you need to be practical you need to look into your time and not that you need leg uh but you cannot just you know focus on your physical way too much like demanding on that because you you work out a lot when you your you, you, your brain and your your body worked out when you study too and you know just take a you know simple walk on some make a big difference. So yeah. um sometimes we have to unload things unnecessary or is not at the right time and wait for the right time to do it. Especially when you have something like family problems and emergency and you know even your body need to rest
0: yeah so that that that's beautiful because that gets right into the next section which is how do we we and it's very important that we ask ourselves this question that how do we maintain our motivation and persevere through the obstacles and adversities on the path to our goals so that it's not an easy question to answer it's going to be different for every situation but again we all we're always going to have obstacles that we create for ourselves and then obstacles that life throws at us. Okay, so we we work through those obstacles, but having the goal in mind throughout that is going to be what really I think makes or breaks how we achieve it. Because if we lose focus on the goal or if we get sidetracked, go somewhere, we've lost our focus, we've already lost what we're trying to achieve. So having those small goals in mind and um Making sure that we're on that path is going to be a great way to ensure that we're not getting sidetracked, that all of our effort is going in the right direction, that we're seeing the results that we want to see. So another thing that Ruby brought up, which is like really important, is this idea of like overextending and lack of focus. So this can be especially really... Um, easy for I think for people to to do if they're you know motivated people if they're um ambitious people which is you know the more, majority of people that are going to be like hyper focused and trying to get after their goals and getting after their the um the things that they want to see happen in their lives and that can just be as simple as like just like Ruby was saying is like I have all these efforts going into you know my academic um goals and I have F, um effort that I'm making towards my physical and you know all these other goals so but like like her example showed is like well sometimes if you're so focused on one thing and that's like the priority the other things you can't really neglect but you can do simple things that will still allow you to maintain your focus but without overall like degradation of like yourself mm-hmm. so that's um that, that's a very like tricky balance of you know achieving all the things that you need in your life, but without getting tunnel vision and neglecting the other things that are that are gonna be necessary
1: yeah I think it's it's, it's um pretty like go related to the the first two episodes that we did for the year is that we have a vision board and you know and then we have um pre, um realistic goals for that vision because you know especially those that you know professionists they were trying to do everything, which is it could be me because I love to do loaded with so many things at the same time, and I think yes, I can power through it no i I suffer a lot, and um so yeah, I encourage you to just um symbol it down, not too many details and if if you for me, if I can remember my goals and my step. Uh, on top of my head, then that is not too much. If I I have to look back into my you know notes and oh so many details, that means that too many goals uh, I need to like eliminate it. Um, but yeah, be be present, be be realistic what you can take because if let's say that you too focus on for me I was too, fo- I was too focused on academic. And I have to look i was it was a hard time to learn to say no to hanging out with friends um doing things like you know going to the gym three or two or three times that it's not able because my brain was fried <laughs> you mm-hmm. know I cannot focus on working out my body was like done so um yeah, so going back to that you know um you need to be you need to know your limit, you need to know um, what can I do. And also on top of that, we we only have 24 hours and eight hours for sleeping. So the rest is limited. So how much do you want your life look like in 2024? It's really up to you. And, um, you know, you can have sections out like fun, family time, personal time, friends time, and then you know, career time, whatever that you want to do. Pack it in there and make sure that you have enough time for yourself.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I think, you know, you just, <laughs> so, like, I hope you guys are feeling pumped up and motivated because, like, I think that's what we want to do with this is like, you know, we're only 15 days into this new year, but I feel like, at least in our family, like, we've accomplished a lot. And, um, and I've been, you know, we, we have been making more and more efforts to uh, to celebrate those small successes along the way. And just like we talked about in like the first two episodes of like having smart goals, you know, so just like Ruby was saying, like you have those smart goals, they're all like small, achievable things that you can actually do. Once they get achieved and you have this like amazing moment where you can cross it off the list, that that feeling of like, of success is going to carry on and is going to get the ball moving and keep going forward and motivate you. And all of it comes together. And you're just like, yeah, I want that. I want more of it. So especially if you can make a big deal about achieving those small goals and achieving those small steps along the way, your brain is going to be like hardwired now to like, hey, I like that. I like that feeling of Um, accomplishing those goals, you know, and if, you know, actually this is a good, this is a good thing that we should do is recommend for people. So my wife and I both have iPhones and Mm -hmm. then we have a shared note. And I, and I showed this to a guy at work and he was like, wow, that's amazing. (laughs) He's like, you know, you guys both see your to-do list. And then like, you know, we also use it for like grocery lists and like um, other things that we need to do in our lives. So if you have an iPhone, and you have those shared notes. Share share your notes with each other so you can see, like, wow, like we did that. That's done. Oh wow, like my my husband did that. Like, good job, babe. I love you for doing that. You know, same thing with your wife. Your wife your wife did that thing. You see it gets it crossed out. Hey, good job. You you really did it. That's amazing. And those small successes can keep building because like once, our brains and like we support each other through that, our brains are like, okay, yeah, okay, I can do it. This part's done. All I got to do this, is this next part. You know, it's like, um, it's also like when you're like building Ikea furniture, you know, <laughs> like it's so, it's so um, daunting. Like when you take everything out of the box, you're like, oh man, like everything's all over the place. Like, I don't know what goes with what, but once you start building the frame, you're like, okay, well, I see where this goes. You start feeling way more motivated and you can see like where everything else is going to go. So don't, like, it's really, really important to celebrate those small successes along the way.
1: Um, okay, honest moment. I mean, like, we, we have been honest with each other and to you guys. But, like, another moment, vulnerable moment for me, I didn't grow up with celebrate small progress. For me, it's like, okay, first grade, the result is at the end of the finish. You know, the first grade, like, what kind of... Um, you know students are you back in the day we have like excellent good not average you know something like that but now i think they just give you like um abc or something it D- depends on the system but um but i never have a a, a habit of celebrating p- small progress because what's the point for me like i used to think what's the point because it does is not um the final one you know uh-huh. You know, just like you take the midterm test, it doesn't mean that you're gonna pass the the course because it's still final test. But the truth is, we accomplish a lot throughout the day, and if we if 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 we don't have the like a habit of appreciating that, we 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 will try to like he said like the dopamine in the brain will not release because we're not celebrating small progress. What I'm trying to say is that celebrating small progress, uh, success is a big progress in the journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, because if I can see like when I don't celebrate my effort throughout the day, I feel like that day I'm not accomplish anything. And because of that, the sense of achievement or, or fulfillment, I don't feel motivated to do it, keep doing that. You know, and mm-hmm. um, and so celebrating small wins make 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 me feel uh, so much easier, and like I, I I achieving it, I I I making a progress, I'm have a I have a step forward to to my goal to my vision. And for um, psychologically, men they said that research most show that like people become happier and more motivated to succeed if they feel proud of their work, which is small success. Yeah, and, yeah um, definitely.
0: It makes sense.
1: And because of that, the thing is that when you celebrate small wins, it brings you happiness and also positive, positivity in life. And guess what? It brings down the trigger at work or <laughs> the, the stress that you feel, and it's helps you to balance stress out mm-hmm. more in life. So, celebrate more, more wins, small wins. That will be the the secret. And with if you look into the you know the the cycle of your mental cycle, when you have an action and it leads into the result and you feel good about that, it create you have you are more motivated to do more action, and more result will come out. So, another way to say that if you have if you do something with uh, your actions and lead it to result, but then no celebration and you don't, f- try, you, you don't put too much you know, good m- emotions on that, then it will, have, it will lead to less action and then fewer results.
0: Yeah, so. I think that's a pretty good continuum. It's like you know, your action leads to a result. Uh, no celebration. You're not going to be feeling good. You, know, you juxtapose that to result. You know, coming from the action, that leads to feeling good, which leads to more action, which which leads to more result, and that is like a snowball, like just keeps accumulating as you go forward, and it keeps building and building and building, and you're like, okay, wow, you know, five years ago, uh, whatever your goal was, like you can be like, yep, I couldn't do that at all. Now I'm here, you know, six months ago I was at this point and you can just continue and see the results speak for themselves. But the progress happens so slowly um, in most cases that you're not going to see it and not going to, and you're not going to see it. Right. And if you're not going to celebrate it, you're most likely really not going to see it. It's true. You know, so like all, all the things that Ruby was talking about, like really speak to, you know, celebrating those things. And that is like what, a coach does. A coach will see like what your end result will be and then see your progress along the way and then tell you like, you know, a week ago you couldn't do, you know you were at 10 push-ups or whatever it was. Now you're at 15. Let's keep it moving. Let's get you at 20, you know. And if we don't have someone coaching us along the way, then like we can be our own coach. As long as we're documenting what we're doing, okay, yeah, I was at this point last week. This point, this week I'm here. My goal is this. I'm really happy that I can do five extra of you know whatever it is I'm trying to do, but I have that goal in mind and I have the progress that I've made.
1: And then if you again, if you are you know you know your love languages or your your you know so if you let's say I achieved my goal for my fitness, go back to fitness. Mm. Uh, I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my I, my love language is um phys um physical touch <laughs> yeah. and then quality time. So I would using it for like you know showing that with my husband or like write um not write myself or note but like um quality time to journal it down. It's like, hey, Ruby, great job you're doing this. Depends depends on. Um, what your love language is, and then how you want to reward yourself. it doesn't have to be always like financial, you yeah. know um it can be anything, and then actually we on it our web- pizza
0: well, it <laughs> defeat
1: my go for the fitness <laughs> good try um so we have um a document or the PDF on our website com, and we we'll create two two files for you where it just notes down a letter of appreciation and then self-reflections. What have I done for maybe this week, this month? So it just celebrating a small progress in, in your journey and we hope that you find it um, useful.
0: Yeah, so let's... um. Let's just wrap up this last section of our discussion for today. You know, of course, this is Engaging Walk podcast. Our focus is on couples. Uh, we know we got a lot of gentlemen out there listening, so I'll speak to you, the gentlemen um, <laughs> in this section, which is as we accomplish our goals and as we move forward and grow, let's always make sure that we're growing together and not apart, which can be really easy to do, especially like, you know, we're talking about this season of like, focus on your goals, focus on this, you know, what we want to not do is, um, not just focus on ourselves. So that can, that seems like an oxymoron. It seems like it's like a, it's it's self-contradicting, but it's not if you follow this trick. So, and I want, you know, Ruby also to talk about this because like, she's very passionate about this, this part, which is The trick is to not focus on ourselves per se. The trick is to focus on the progress of ourselves as being one within our relationship. So this can be, you know, so what am I, what do I mean by this? This can be as simple as like, including your partner in your goals, including your partner in your progress, maybe bringing them along to the gym and telling, or at the very least telling your partner, hey, these are the things that I'm doing. Um, This is where I was at one it might motivate your partner to do what they want to do with for themselves but it also creates that unique like oneness of the relationship of we're doing this not just for ourselves as individuals but we're doing this for ourselves as our in our marriage and in our relationship because it has multifaceted benefits not again not just for ourselves but for us as one so the healthier we are physically the longer we're ideally, we can live together and, you know, be healthy, uh, support ourselves financially, you know, financially we're, we're doing pretty good. That's not just our own, you know, finance, but our finances together. Mm -hmm. Spiritually we're growing, you know, we're reading the Bible, we're doing, you know, uh, marriage retreats, we're doing this things and, and that, that doesn't just help ourselves personally, that helps ourselves as a as a couple Mm -hmm. you know especially for ourselves as a married couple and if you're going along in that journey where like maybe you're just dating you know and you're living separate lives but with the goal of becoming one as a married couple keep those things in mind you know include your partner in like your day-to-day activities of like you know hey babe this is what i did today i went to the gym you know i saw my friend there we did squats we did um Some boxing, you know, I feel like I'm getting a lot better at boxing. Oh, that's great. You know, I love hearing about that. I love hearing about what you're doing to better yourself. And then that can create that connectedness that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Again, back to communications, you know, if you're, we are the the team. So if you win, I win. And if you're motivated, I am motivated too. And if you're powerful, that, you know, you're pulling to the cup together. Uh, I'm sorry. Bo- put into the your your the bowl of together- togetherness is you know powerful thing. So yeah, go ahead. You do you, and together we will become a a better better team and stronger team.
0: Yeah, and then you know always support each other through that. So you know if you're showing like these results to your you know your spouse, your you know your wife, and you're like yeah, you know baby, this is what I did. I I've been working on this website. I've been working on this thing for our, you know, for our relationship or, you know, for us, for my business, you know, whatever it is that just creates connectedness. And that creates like a, a, you know, a mental framework of like what we are doing as a couple.
1: And also, yeah. And also like you by that action, you invite a con, continually invite your partner into your life and say hey I want you to be part of this I want you to be the first one to know about this and it speaks so much it speaks so much volume of like I want a connection with you through the new things I'm doing and it's allowed the other person of course you know we are one we are married but You know, the fact is that he's still inviting me to his life. That speaks so much, you know, for intimacy and connection and and celebrating new things together and growing together. That's beautiful. That's marriage, that you put work into marriage, you know, for connection.
0: Yeah, I recently had things going on at work where I had like so many career changes happening so quickly. You know, and the people that are like in charge of me, they were like, like, okay, well, this this option, you know, we're talking about the different options. And, you know, they were like, just, you know, make sure that you make the best decision. And I was like, well, you know, me and my wife had already discussed all these options. And this is the way that we want to go. So I think that they were a little taken aback by that. They were surprised because, like, you know, I was like, we didn't just discuss, <laughs> like, what is happening. We discussed all the things that can happen, Yeah. you know, and laid it all out. So we were like, if this happens, we go this route. If this hap- if this other thing happens, we can have another route that we can go, and we had made ourselves fully prepared for whatever, whatever options happen or whatever options we can take. But that took a lot of communication. That took a lot of like understanding, like where we're coming from, and you know, knowing what our different choices were in terms of our, in terms of like our career choices, because you know, we as a married couple make these decisions together. And, you know, we don't always do it perfect, but we do make a great effort of including each other in all of the decision making processes that we can do.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then because of you doing new things for the new year with the new you, or, you know, in the progress of getting stronger, healthier. And I think that that's a beautiful journey for your partner get to be part of and get to see and celebrate with you. So I think that it just brings so much connections for the marriage couple or even like people that are in relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. With that, we'll we'll end with our assignment. So we do have that assignment that got posted today on engagingwalk.com. So if you visit engagingwalk.com, you will see under the blog section, different posts that we have for each of the episodes. Particularly surrounding this vision section, and we are going to be continuously going onto our blog section, section updating it um, and putting different um, ideas that we have from the web, uh, from the podcast onto the website, so that for maybe some of you that want to read it, you can see maybe transcripts, maybe um, different topics, but written out more flush, uh, you know, more fully, and you can see all those ideas on the Engaging Walk website. If you're like maybe at work and you're listening and you're like, you know, I want to take a break and, um, you know, read a little bit of something that's not work. (laughs) You know, you have all those options available to you from engaging walk. So we highly encourage you guys to go onto the website, www.engagingwalk.com under the blog section. You can find today's episode. Uh, we have a vision post on there that you can update and you can, you know, print that out or you can, you know, just take a mental note, write that down on your iPhone, write that, da, write that down on your desk, of all the accomplishments that you are proud of for this, uh, for this upcoming year.
1: And if you think this is helpful for you or somebody else, please don't forget to share and subscribe to our channel.
0: Okay, with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and making our podcast part of your day. We hope that you can take our engaging walk and make it your own.
1: So, stay tuned for the next week episode. We discuss about how to grow closer together, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned to update.
0: My name is Drake.
1: And my name is Ruby from Engaging Walk, and we are signing out.